Saki, a former flower shop and boutique owner turned creative business coach. With over 23 years of entrepreneurial experience, I've tried all kinds of things. Some worked well, some didn't. Whether you're just opening your first business or maybe your third or you're somewhere in between, I've got you covered. From opening businesses to branding and niching to rebranding to marketing to managing a team of employees, all while having three babies, to successfully selling a business and then to starting the next one. I'll help you combine the practical day-to-day how-tos of business with empowering entrepreneurial mindsets to create a business and life that feels good to you. I'll help you start thinking like a successful entrepreneur so you can be a successful entrepreneur. If you want to get focused, get organized, be efficient and stay on track and brilliantly leverage that creative mind of yours, join me. If you're ready to feel confident in your business decisions while also feeling more freedom and grace and ease around your business, this is the place for you. I created The Brilliant Creative for business owners who need a place to connect, who need a place to think big and see momentum in their creative business. And I did it because I love creatives. I am one and I love all things creative. From makers to painters to photographers to interior designers to florists and bakers and course creators. I'm here to help you make more, work less and feel good about it. And the coach in me wants to teach you how to navigate all those blocks that are often in your way. Want to make sure you never have to go back to that nine to five? You got to start thinking differently. So join me each week as we help you get clear, get a plan and get moving so you can live the life that you've always dreamed of. At The Brilliant Creative, you get to love your work. Let's begin. Hey gang, welcome to episode 34, Entrepreneurial Money Mindsets for Makers and Creators. Welcome back to the Money Series. This is installment six, all about entrepreneurial money mindset. It's a short one and there's a beautiful PDF you can download and you can put it at your desk or on your office board, or maybe you can print it off and put it in your entrepreneurial motivation binder. Whatever you've got, The bottom line is we want you to print these out and put them up so you can see them. It's so helpful to have fresh and empowering mindsets in front of you so you can see them and start to think about them and maybe even decide that you'll adopt some of these mindsets for your own. You can find today's free list of mindsets at angstocky.com forward slash money mindsets. It's all ready and waiting for you. After today's quick episode, I'm moving on from this money series to some other business topics. Don't get me wrong, I have a billion more things to run through with you guys on money, but I am thinking you guys might want me to spice it up just a bit. We've been focused on money for the last six weeks. I'm doing an interview this month with two brilliant entrepreneur mamas. They are brand new moms who are also running businesses. We're going to do a deep dive with those gals. They are lovely people. If you're a mom, especially a new mom, you'll enjoy that upcoming episode. I'm also going to start a series on branding soon. And as excited as I am about entrepreneurs getting their money lives organized and in order, I am just as excited about brilliant branding. If you need a little oomph or motivation or just somebody to do a deep branding dive with, I'm your gal. Along with branding, we'll talk niche, 
And I've got a couple episodes ready for you on branding and rebranding for that matter. We'll talk about archetyping, brand personality, brand colors, fonts, phrases, brand values, and why you even need to care about these things. I'm kind of getting excited just talking about it. We'll even talk about the energy and soul of your brand. And I'm going to be telling you guys about my brand personality workshop. So if you're ready to get serious about your brand personality, you might consider it. If you are a person who's had your business for a year or a year and a half, and you're kind of like, wow, this is working. This is going well. I think I really do want to like make this a thing, but I've got some work to do around my brand, my brand personality and who I am as a business. If that's you, you are going to love this workshop. Clients who've done my brand personality workshop rave about it. I mean, years later, they still rave about it. Literally just this year, I have a client who who did this um, particular workshop probably four years ago. And she's still like, do you understand how much that completely changed the direction of my business? So more on that later. But oh, when you hear brand personality workshop, I want you guys to kind of be like that. That's a thing. That is a real thing to pay attention to. So a lot of good business episodes coming up these next months. For now, I want to make sure we leave this money series with you guys having some really good entrepreneurial thinking going on in that head of yours. You know, if you are the head honcho at your office, your business, your studio, your shop, you have a big task to take care of that most others aren't even thinking about. The big task is managing your thoughts. As the person in charge, you're the one who needs to bring it. You need to bring it all. Like the other people, they might be bringing stuff that you don't even want in the space. And so you have to be really clear about what you want to be happening. You are the one who drives what happens in your space. Your thoughts drive the majority of things that happen for you. So your thoughts affect everything and everyone in your space, including your clients. Whether you have an office, a shop, a studio, or a desk in the corner, you're in charge of the energy and the vibe. You're in charge of the way your space feels. You're in charge of the way your store feels or your studio feels. You are the setter of the boundaries. You're the one who decides what's allowed and what's not. I remember one of my business friends, a CEO of a finance company, told me, as the gal in charge or the guy in charge, you are the keeper of the culture. The keeper of the culture. That has stuck with me for so long. I'll just never forget it. He was a bit older than me and had experienced great professional success, and I had been interviewing him about what he owed his success to. One of my main takeaways from that time together was that we, as the owners or founders of our businesses, we are the people in charge. We are the keepers of the culture. No one else is keeping the culture. No one else is paying attention to that. It's your job. It's all you. You might be saying, Ange, you've got to be kidding me. I am in charge of so much stuff. I can't be in charge of one more thing. No way. Well, I... I I'm sorry to say, th- this really this really is all on you. So the good news is I'm here to help you. As the person in charge, it all starts with what you believe is possible. 
which is mindset, which is one reason we're here today talking about this stuff, your mindset. Your mindset around your business, around relationships, around balance and family, your mindset around your product and your workspace, your mindset around your clients, and your mindset around money. Your mindset leads to your feelings. Your feelings lead to your choices. Your choices over time lead to your results. So here you guys go. Just a couple mindsets around money today that might be empowering and they might even help you make more brilliant decisions at work around money. And if you make more brilliant decisions around money, then you'll have more brilliant results. Here they are. Are you ready? So you guys know most of our money beliefs were learned between the ages of zero and seven years old. If we were raised in a home where people were really good with money and had really good relationships, they were comfortable with money, they talked about money, maybe they did well with money, they probably also showed us that it's possible to be really smart with money. We probably have really good memories about money. And if that was you, if you were raised in that kind of a home, you, you might be just really brilliant with money. Good for you. Most people, though, are not raised in homes or around people who are constantly talking positively about money. So when we're young, we take in a lot of negative thoughts about money. Money is a really charged subject. Thoughts like there's never enough or we never had money, we never will. Or boy, money's hard. Or money comes and it immediately goes. Or thoughts like, I can never get ahead. We also grew up hearing parents fight or argue about money. It might be the only thing your parents ever argued about. Or at least they had serious conversations about it. According to Investopedia.com, money is the number one topic couples argue about. As a child, we may have picked up that money is hard, money is bad, or money means divorce. If I asked you to fill in this sentence, money is blank, what would you say? If your answer is awesome or beautiful or joyful, congratulations. But for many of you, it won't be. Whatever your answer is, it's likely this belief was formed long ago and resides in your subconscious. That is a longer story. We can get really intentional about our beliefs. If you're answering that question, money is blank, and you don't like what you hear, you might have some money stuff going on. We can notice and become aware of beliefs that are limiting to us, and we can change them. Here's an example. A limiting belief that people have is, my family background limits and determines what I can become in life. An empowering belief is, I can become anything I want to with the right direction, the right education, and effort. Which belief would you like to have? So do this. I've provided not 10, but 15 empowering money mindsets that I'd love for you to consider. Choose one or two that feel good. Say them over and over. Think them in your head over and over. Go running and think about them. Repeat them. 
go for a hike in the woods, think on them, recite them over and over and over in your mind while brushing your teeth or hiking or walking or running or doing push-ups. Write them in your journal 100 times each. Look at the ones that feel good to you each morning. Just you wait and see what happens. Try it for 30 days. I mean, just try it for 30 days. What's it going to hurt? It doesn't cost any money. Just try it. And then feel free to report back. I think you'll be surprised. Here are 15 different mindsets that I have created or come up with specifically for people who are in the maker and creator space, people who are making and creating. And I did it for a couple different reasons, but let's just see as I read through these, if any of them resonate with you. And again, if you want a copy of these for yourself, you sure can have them. You don't need to take notes. You can get them at angstocky.com forward slash money mindsets, all lowercase. Okay, here we go. I have the ability to create my own economy. I have the ability to create my own economy. So let me just expand on that for a sec. People who are in the makerspace right now, people who are creating, you are probably doing some work online and you truly do have the ability to create your own economy, but it comes, um, it comes with some true mindset work. If you haven't already adopted that mindset, I have the ability to create my own economy, consider it, consider it. If you're, if you're hearing it and you're thinking, Oh, that feels so good. Like I'm in for that. That sounds great. Awesome. Okay, we found one that feels good to you. The goal here is a couple of these should resonate. They should actually feel good and kind of feel like they're lifting you up to the next level. Here's another one. I'm in charge of my money. My money is not in charge of me. I'm in charge of my money. Here's another one. I can be both a good person and a person who makes a lot of money. I can be both a good person and a person who makes a lot of money. How about this one? I get paid for the results I create, not the number of hours I work. I can remember when this was really helpful to me. It was more in the beginning of my coaching career. And I had been kind of on a hamster wheel of work for so, so long, just making, making, making the flowers, making the flowers. And um, I, this was kind of newer to me. This was just a newer one to me. And I love it. It really, it was a good one for me. I had it posted on my board for a long time. And now I have kind of accepted it and I moved on. I've moved on to some different ones. So once you kind of internalize and receive the benefits from some of these mindsets, you'll move on to mindsets that feel even better. Here's another one. There are so many things I can do to improve my money life and achieve my money goals. Now, that one comes from a space where um, you, you hear a lot of people saying like, well, I can't do that. Well, I can't do that. Well, oh, money's just not that great right now. I just, I don't, what, you know, whatever your money story is that you're, you're telling yourself, instead of saying, instead of saying negative, instead of going into like a negative space there, you could say this instead. There are so many things I can do to improve my money life and achieve my money goals. Here's another one. Money and I are starting to become good friends or money and I are becoming good friends. I was coaching with someone the other day and, um, 
And this person is really a connector. They're super relational. They're just so good at connecting. And I asked them, hey, what if you and money were like friends? What if money was a friend of yours? What would, what would that be like? What would that look like? And it was just fascinating to kind of watch the switch happen. When you start to think of money as maybe, what if money was your friend? That is really good for me because I'm also a bit of a connector, a bit of a connector. Okay, here's the next one. The more money I have, the more good I can do in the world. Now, that comes from um, a place where I'm not sure if it's only females, but um, lots of females have a hard time wanting more money. They have guilt around it. They feel shame. They feel like it's not polite. It's not Christian. It's not holy. It's not appropriate for a woman to want money. Now, not everyone has that, but some people do have that belief residing deep. And really, the more money you have, the more good you can do in the world. Okay, next one. I take care of my money and my money takes care of me. I take care of my money and my money takes care of me. That one's helpful if you have a hard time with money details. And I find that lots of the creatives and makers don't love the money details. And so it's not that you would have to necessarily take care of the details. Maybe taking care of your money is hiring someone to help take care of your money. Next one, it's okay to want to be financially stable. It's okay to want to be financially stable. That's another kind of form of it's okay to want money. Next, it is acceptable to make more money than my spouse. Uh, in my one of my classes, I tell a story about this one because I had a money block that it was not okay to make more money than my spouse. Um, and that, of course, is just a longer story, but it's kind of a funny one. So if you're ever in one, any of my money classes, you'll hear the whole story. Okay, next. Money flows to me through my niche. Money flows to me through my niche. Next one. It is safe for me to be a rich, powerful woman or man. It is safe for me to be a rich, powerful woman or man. Next one. I am just as worthy as anyone else of creating and retaining wealth. I'm just as worthy as anyone else of creating and retaining wealth. And the next one, um, it's surprising how many people resonate with this. I'm in charge of my financial life. I am in charge of my financial life. The last one, I love the life I have while I create the life of my dreams. I'll share that that um, came to me from Hal Elrod's Miracle Morning. It's one of his kind of, um, I don't know if it's one of his favorite ones, but it came uh, it came to me from that awesome little book and um, it made so much sense to me at the time. And it still, actually, it still makes so much sense to me. The whatever life you have is awesome, right? Like you feel so good. Most of the clients who come to me, like they really are having a great time. Life's going really well. They just want a, a couple switches. They just want to flip the switch in a couple spots so that they can refine life a bit and make it just that much better. Okay, so you guys, that those are 15, 15 different money mindsets that you could grab and make your own. And ideally you'd pick two, maybe pick three, maybe a whole bunch of them resonate, that's awesome. But you want them to be in front of you. 
in some way, shape, or form. You want them in front of you and you want to be kind of in touch with them each day. These help to kind of crowd out old thinking that maybe isn't serving you anymore. And it's nice to adopt new thinking. And if while you're doing this, you know, things are coming up for you, like there's some discomfort or there's frustration or anger or sadness or, you know, anything that comes up for you, um, just notice it. Just just notice it. And um, I, what I'm hoping is that along the way here, as you guys are listening to these podcasts, um, you start to become really aware of what's happening for you and money. Okay, so you guys, that's it. That's, I mean, that is one heck of a short podcast, wouldn't you say? I mean, I would. So hopefully these were helpful. And I do love that this was just a little shorty episode. Get in, get the mindsets and get out. <laughs> I know you guys have work to do. Uh, okay, until next time, I wish you purpose and profit and productivity this week. Have a great week. Bye. Bye.